hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of Allegedly Credible. Yes. It's your girl, Lady Faye. It's your girl, Melo Supremo, up in here in the airwaves. <laughs> and just so you know, we are two friends, and we're giving you our thoughts and opinions based on things that we've actually been through in our lives. And, you know, our disclaimer is our thoughts and our opinions are our own, and our views are constantly evolving. Um, we are not experts, and we don't claim to be. We won't always agree with each other, and that is okay. Mm -hmm. um, guys, take what advice you need, whatever you don't throw out, or give it to somebody else. Recycle well, it. Use it. Make the green the the earth a greener place. <laughs> <laughs> so last week we talked about meeting your partner's family part one, and that was you bringing your partner family home. Yeah. Did no, that's that right? yeah, That's when you bring your partner to visit your family yes. at their house or your house that you're currently living in. Yes. And then <laughs> <laughs> this week's episode, we're going to be talking about meeting the family part two. two. You're going over to family. their house and you know where next, they live. The following week is Thanksgiving, so I'm sure a lot of people are going to be bringing their uh, significant others home for the first time. Which is... Mm -hmm. Honestly, I'm just going to say this right now. Don't be one of those people like, you know what? Tis the occasion. I'm going to just go and put this all. Because especially in our culture, that's just a recipe to be like, you know, getting all types of ridicule. And like, <laughs> you know, this fool, you know what she she did last you know what she cooked? You know what she brought here? <laughs> anyway. She's trying to be slick over here. <laughs> anyway, so uh, last week's episode, we had our guest from our brother podcast, Jerk, Jerk Joff and Collard Green. Yes. Yes. We're to get them bombs dropping. <laughs> Again this week to talk to us. It's like they never left. It's, it's like, like they never oh left. My god. Oh my god. Oh my god. We oh, dirty as hell. Oh my god. Wow. <laughs> oh, yeah. They just wearing the same outfit. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, and if you didn't notice, we're on your TV screen. Yeah. <laughs> or your cell phone, however you watch We're it. on some type of screen. So, <laughs> anyway, um, <clears throat> I'm going to let them introduce themselves. Go ahead, Chunky. <laughs> Hello, I am Chunky. I am heard from you last week. <laughs> here for me this week. Uh, <laughs> hey, uh, once again, I'm going to plug the podcast real quick. Um, that's what I forgot to say the last episode is just that we're on all streaming platforms as well. I don't know how I forgot that. Anyway, you can huh. check us out on Instagram on Jerk Doll Off Collar Pod. Uh, episodes drop every Wednesday. And once again, I'm Chunky. Francis, your turn. What's goody? It's your boy Francis, aka Franchise. What's popping? What good? Good to be back for part two. Yeah. Get it. All right, we're gonna jump right in here. So, um, is meeting your partner's family a big deal or not? Nah? No. no, I mean, <laughs> well, to me, I like meeting new people. So, yeah, you would be like that. <laughs> <laughs> trying to play me like <laughs> I know. You don't like meeting nobody. I don't like meeting anybody. But if I did meet my partner's family, they would love me. But that's here. No, you tell them. But you don't, you know what? You know what? I don't mind meeting my partner's family. My name is Danielle, and I'm the shit. I was like, let Mr. Future Danielle know. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Francis? 
It's a big deal. It's a, it's a big deal because I mean, you know, we, we talked about it last week. I don't do it. I don't just take any girl to the crib. So for me to go to your crib, I think it's, it's just as important because it tells me our relationship is very stable and we see it going far. So, so like for me, it's important. So let's, so let's get it. Shanky, what do you think? I was like, oh, I was sweating there. Woo! Finally, you've been moving to your parents' house? Great! I know I am the one at this point. Um, to me, it's a big deal. I'm breaking out my best suit, my best shoes, favorite cologne. You know, I'm going to make a good impression. Uh, you only get one first impression. You got to make it count, right? So, mm-hmm. <clears throat> as long as I look good, it doesn't matter what comes out of my mouth afterwards. But you know what's so funny, y'all? Like, the fact that you think that meeting the parents is, like, such pi- such a pivotal moment in the relationship, when there's people out here that's like oh yeah i went and met his parents and we did this but we broke up two minutes ago what happened exactly people do it it's too way too casual for some people well and maybe yeah and it's funny that i'm saying that because i felt like i i did okay so i did see that there was significance but the way that it happened it was nonchalant like you know it's just like hey like i'm my name's mel like he didn't even really like introduce me he was just like hey this is the girl that i've been talking to and they're like you've been dating someone (laughs) (laughs) that's funny walked up in that house and i was just like hey and then we went upstairs (laughs) so so it's funny so my girl before we before i met her parents and you know we were still like in that seeing each other phase so phase so she whenever she comes over to my crib I guess she was telling her parents she was going to see a friend. Mm-hmm. And, and and sometimes, you know, when I, during that early stage, you know, I used to get flowers, you know, here and there, Valentine's Day, stuff like that. And she goes back home with flowers. And so this is stories her mom t- told me later. And she's mm-hmm. like, so your friend is giving you flowers and all, all of this gifts. So it's kind of so, so funny, like, uh, like they like know about you, but like, so like until you actually meet them, I think that's really what what really said it makes us special because you know you may know about them, but until you actually really meet them and you kind of they kind of measure you up, see how if you're good enough for their daughter, you know, um, I think that's really what makes us special. You know, it's funny if that was me, if I was coming home with all these gifts and flowers and stuff, and they're like, oh, so you're seeing a friend? <laughs> I'd be like, heck yeah, is this? A- <laughs> relationship friendship relationships are just as important as romantic ones and i'd be like that yeah that's my friend yeah. <laughs> well then what kind of friend gives you flowers doesn't matter friends and benefits <laughs> <laughs> I, I would stick with <laughs> oh. yeah. say he's just a friend and then she said he's just a friend oh <laughs> Rest in peace to the great one. You got what I need. <laughs> I can't sing. Also, I shut up. Should hit that high note. R.I.P. the big I don't know. I think like when I met my wife's family, it was it was weird. So it was like it was like all of them. So my thing was it was just like all right, who is the staple of the family? I need to go and address that person. All right, met her mom. Hey, Mrs. Such and Such, nice to meet you. Hey, staple of family, nice to meet you. Let me be on a, a, a decent behavior. All right, who's the next masculine one in here so I can prove dominance of who I am? Oh <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you need to know I am not a chump 
and whoever wants to come at me, do it now because I'm dating this woman and she's well protected. And if I have to display mm-hmm. that right now, that is not a problem. Mm-hmm. So that, that's critical, bro. And trample you right now is gonna happen. You know, <laughs> this is a good question. That's critical. Question, question. So who met? Did you? Did you guys? Okay, who met? Wait, what am I trying to say? Like who met? Who, who first? Met who first? Did, so Francis, did you meet her family before she met your family, or? Yeah, like- I met. Yeah, I met her from because her family were. She was more comfortable. She, introduce me to her family before I was, you know, because mine had to like set it up, make sure it was the right time and all of that stuff. Hers was more, they were, they are a lot more casual, just super more or less. There was, it was a very easy process from their end. Okay. All right. What what about you, Junkie? You already know that answer. I met her family before she met mine. I was like, I ain't getting duped. Yo, she can say the same thing about you, bro. <laughs> that's a, hey, that's a good point, though. <laughs> like, I got to see what I mean, you about first. Me out in the streets looking all crazy. <laughs> Everything. Why would you chug you? Like, who hurts that's, you? That's funny. That's hilarious. You always gotta be on your toes. <laughs> that's it. That's it. Always on the defense. <laughs> it, make, it makes sense. It makes sense. I trying to get you out here. Okay, so so. Oh, sorry, that was funny as well. So, what did you specifically do to try to charm? I'll start with Mel. What did you specifically do to try to charm like Taryn's parents or anything like that? Did you do anything specifically? Charming. I showed up. <laughs> hey, hey, it is. It is. Okay, okay, I see you. But then like that was a whole different like Mel. Like that was the Mel that didn't think that people hated her. <laughs> <laughs> that was the Mel was just like, what could ever what could be possibly wrong with me? I didn't Meanwhile, she's physically abusing her. <laughs> I literally tackled him in front of his parents. <laughs> yeah, this is normal. I like it. Playing. <laughs> um, yeah, I didn't. I, I, I guess what I did to charm them is like be, you know, you. you I went to finishing school. Like I know how to, I know how to be polite. <laughs> but I know, I know how to act in public somewhat. What? <laughs> what about <laughs> What about you, Junkie? What did you do to like try to, um, you know, charm, charm. bring on the charm yeah. to the, the charm? Yeah. Um, I didn't, I didn't think of it that way. I thought of it as like, like I said before, just being who I am. Like I know I'm like a crazy ass person, so this is like we need I'm just gonna dial it back, huh? Like we need to hang out because I feel like we we with it. Like oh, someone gonna get hurt. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I gotta y'all get y'all two on the right? same vibes for sure. Hey, you know, <laughs> no new friends, right? <laughs> I'm I'm staying away from y'all. Said, oh, you looking at my homie? You looking at my homie? You <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, yeah. I looked at it this way. I was just like, all right, I'm going to be majority me in a, in, a, in a way where it doesn't come down to violence. <laughs> um, I just spoke to everybody, introduced myself, said, hey, this is who I am. It's nice to meet you, so on and so forth. And anyone who asked me questions, I answered any and every question, no matter what it was. Like, well, what do you do? Well, I do this. What what's we go to? I go here. Uh, what are your future aspirations in life? I was like, I want to be a millionaire. So mind your fucking business. <laughs> <laughs> um, how do I do that? It's up to me. 
right hands with this guy. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it, it was pretty much like depending on the age of the individual too. So if it's like a grandparent, I, I would approach that a lot differently. So it's just like, oh, okay, like, hey, you know, my name is Sus and Sus. Nice to meet you. Hey, can you give me like a nugget of knowledge about life that I can take forward and be a successful person? And they would tell me something like, cool, awesome. Thank you. I appreciate it. And then if it's someone like a parent ace is like, hey, nice to meet you. Like, your daughter's wonderful. I appreciate you being around her. She told me X, Y, and Z story about you. It was like a cousin or something. I'm like, go fuck yourself. Get out of my face. Oh, <laughs> my <laughs> God. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, no, no. What? <laughs> this is, no filter. Okay. <laughs> Why no love to the cousin? <laughs> because, like, cousin doesn't, didn't matter to me, right? So, like, um, she has a sister and brother. And I, I would talk to them, like, hey, like, hey, what's up? So I am, whatever, whatever. Was it anything too intense? The whole thing was, it's just that, um, the way I looked at it, the people that helped raise you are, are more important because they gave you the foundation about the character that you have today. Granted, your siblings or your, your closest cousins give you the personality, if that makes any sense, like you being able to talk about certain things and be who you are. But when it comes down to a foundation of a person, that's what makes a relationship last. And that's what creates an actual marriage. Mm. Okay. Yeah. But but the cousins need love too. They got it eventually, that's, just that's not that point. She got her favorite like cousins, and that's why she all like, my cousins are my favorite. Questionable. Anywho, yeah. What about you? What about you, Francis? Like, was there anything that you were like, all right, I'm I'm bringing up? Yeah, yeah. For me, you know, I feel like there are a few things that's really critical, right? You have to show that you're a provider. Mm-hmm. You know that you can be trusted you know, especially with, with the dad, like you can trust me with your daughter mm-hmm. and, and just kind of, and you can just be there and, um, for your, for your daughter. So for me, I'm, I'm just so proud, so prideful of what, like my accomplishment in life. So I like to make sure I, I let it out when I get there, like, Hey, this is what I do. This is my credential. This is where I work, work, you know, cause I make sure I don't just blurb that out, but I make sure that I state that in a conversation so they know like okay he has a set you know he's, he's doing okay for himself you know I can trust my daughter with him he'll be able to provide for her and take care of the household and be a provider so those are things that I like to ensure that I display when I do meet my my potential in-laws you know and just to kind of show my my funny and fun side too you know I'm super outgoing so it's easy just to show that you know I can I have a conversation with a rock if I need to, you know, and, <laughs> and just kind of show that that side of myself. That you're crazy. <laughs> he needs some- uh, hey, hey, call it what you want. I call it I'm going. OK. Um, <laughs> and, and it's really yeah, that's for me is really like the, the core. More important is just making sure like the daughter, the parents can trust you with their daughter and know that she will be OK. Yeah, I'm like, yo, this feels like a whole different world for me. I've never actually met anybody that I was, I've never met their family, but I don't know. I feel like if if they met me, if we got that far, I think they would have liked me. I I (laughs) I just feel like they would have. I mean, I'm very- Or they they will, they will like you. You know they will like you, you know for sure. Yeah, for sure, yeah. Build that confidence. You're super fun, come on now. Um, okay, let's keep it in the present. Yeah, I let's guess keep it when, in the present. I guess whenever I meet my future whoever, yeah. Um, I think their family would like me. I feel yeah. like they would. I, I'm very um I'm good with kids, you know. Mm-hmm. Um You good with kids. 
I can cook. I can sing. I can yeah. Now we talking. Sleep. <laughs> I'm very talented. I'm very like I have a good head on my shoulders. I think. So. I love your son so much. Yeah. <laughs> I love your son so That's much. That's gonna be the line we said at the I'm happy to be around him. <laughs> okay. The only type of parent that I don't think that I would do well with is if like maybe they're like a mama's, a mama's boy, boy, and they and the yeah. mom is like, you didn't make my my son's plate for him before you uh, down mm. your plate hell no like, I didn't. and it's funny that yeah. you say that <laughs> it's so funny that you say that because they're talking about it in a guy's perspective like they need to know your parents need to know that you are safe and sound with me in my arms and you know everything's gonna be cool in the game but then when it comes to us to be like well, what you bring it to the table? Like, <laughs> like I mean, it sure wasn't that plate from Thanksgiving. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I would like, I would definitely cook. You know, I would definitely make a plate if we're already there. But mm -hmm. if we're at a family gathering, you expect me to sit here and make a plate? Like, you got two legs. Like, <laughs> but if you ain't got no arms, <laughs> you can't eat that plate. That's that whole conversation though I is know. high key problematic is, because, I like. <laughs> It's so funny, like, if you're in a family gathering, like, let's just say 2021 is Thanksgiving and everybody's in the house with no mask on, acting like a damn fool. So if my husband was like, uh, you want me to make you a plate? It It is what it is. But I feel like you have to establish the type of relationship. Are you that relationship like, oh, we make plates for each other? No, or are you making plates for me and me alone? or whatever we i will make plate we make plates for each other we make plates for each other be like oh i'm not, like if it's expected so that's the only thing and I'm i wish someone's that. on to be coming up to me be like mm, i saw you didn't make your man please they're trouble <laughs> like, so, um, yeah that's like getting me, gen gender roles right <laughs> nah so like the way i look at it right so if she's a guest in my family's household I would make the plate for her. Yeah, yeah. And and I would expect her to reciprocate it when I go to her family spot. Right. And I think that's appropriate. I don't think it's appropriate if I'm with my family and she's making a plate. Like one, she's my equal and my counterpart. She's she's not my slave or underneath me. So as a grown ass man, I can go like you're right. I can make my own plate. We're good to go. But to me, I wouldn't get too caught up into that. I think it really depends on the setting. And if some aunt. Or a cousin says something. That's what I say, you know, fuck the cousin. Because it's just like, you got something slick to say. It's just like, it's not your business. Right. <laughs> I think that's the only type of parent that wouldn't like me. If they're just like, if they're like, oh, I expect my son to be like, catered to hand and foot. That ain't gonna happen. First that's of, a red flag, right? Yeah, that's a red flag. Mama's yeah. can be, there's two types of mama's boys. There's the mama's boys that are reciprocating to that, oh, well, my mom comes first in my life and everybody else is second versus like, I love my mom and my mom takes care of me and but now it's time to put my big my big boy pants on you know what I'm saying like there's two yeah. types of one. I rather deal with that one like I rather you have a healthy relationship <laughs> with your mom <laughs> rather than trying mm. to emulate your mom in your relationship because I, I ain't your mom like I'm trying to <laughs> <laughs> I mean that's that's real though I mean I had to learn that you know in my relationship because I grew up with my mom being like this super superwoman, you know, raising kids, still cooking for the house, all of this. <laughs> then, then I learned, you know, I can't put that same expectation on my wife because one, it's not fair. Number mm -hmm. two, you know, we, you know, it's not, 
it's not 2000, it's not 1920 anymore. You know, everybody's got a job, everybody's busy. So, you know, you have to kind of def define what your your role and what what's the culture in your household. You know, how do you guys, what is the expectation and what do you guys expect from each other? So, mm -hmm. yeah. But hey, so, but my mom still make my plates when I go over there. I ain't gonna lie. So when your mom makes your plate, what does your old lady do about it? Like, does she, what did she feel some type of way, or she was just like, oh, oh well. Well, she doesn't. I mean, because my sister. So okay, to be for transparency, in my my sister does because in African culture, like the younger siblings are expected to do more of like the serving so okay. my sister does it for for me more i mean if my mom is not doing it my sister is doing it and and if my wife is with me then my sister does it for her sometimes or she gets up and do it herself so it really it's really like um you know it's yeah it's really interesting though how that works but that's that's the culture too that's interesting that's cool yeah. well, i would say more oh, you know. sorry. Go, go ahead <laughs> Also, that's the perfect dichotomy between Francis and I. So like, I'm a mama's boy, but to the other end, right? So it's like, I do all this for my mother. So I'm going to do the same thing for my wife. Like, I'm not a provider. I'm a protector, which means I do everything underneath the sun. So I love, I fight, and anything you need is done. So there's nothing you have to worry about at all. So like, all right, cool. Like my relationship, the relationship I have with my mother is, is really good. And it's just like, we have no issues. We had no problems than any other dominant female in my family. So she can expect that to be treated towards her. So I didn't disrespect any female in my family. I didn't like do anything that I wasn't supposed to do. So when she got with me, she understood like, hey, I opened the door for you. Opened the door for her to get in the car. She slammed it. I thought it was funny. <laughs> but um, <laughs> like, hey, like you need you need this. I'll, I'll, I'll provide for it. And it's not, oh, I provide because, you know, I make the most amount of money. It's like, that's my responsibility as a traditional male. That's how I was raised. That's how I was brought up. So if we're out and <clears throat> you don't serve me a plate of food, cool, whatever. If another family member serves me a plate of food, I'm going to get up. Either A, give you my plate or tell that family member to serve what she specifically likes so she gets my plate for me and I go make my own stuff. Mm -hmm. So that's that's the way I look at it. I wasn't babied at all. I was told to like, you know, put your big boy pants on at an early age and be successful. If someone stands in your way, you just run them over. That's it. <laughs> it's a balance, Chunky. So there's a balance. Something called balance. Uh, that, that was perfectly balanced how I eloquently <laughs> stated that. I didn't say I'll use violence to move them. I just said, you know, just run them over. <laughs> so I have a question. question so. When you met your partner's family, were there anything that you were specifically looking for? Like, were there anything that you were like, oh, that's a good quality, I like that. Or is there anything that you were like, mm, that's a red flag, I gotta, um, I don't know how much I like that. I'll start with you, I'll start with Mel. What about you, Mel? I don't wanna, I'm not ready to, I'm still uh, processing. <laughs> like, like, I don't think that I actually, well, I'm gonna let them answer because I don't remember having any. <laughs> I was just glad that I was brought to the table. <laughs> hey, that part, that's real. I mean, I guess I can go. I mean, to be honest, I, I, for me, I was kind of just kind of looking through how like my wife and her parents and the way her dad and her mom interacted. So because the way, whatever like way they interacted is probably the way my wife would treat me because mm -hmm. that's what she grew up with. You know, whatever she like 
I'll, her, if her mom you know, always kind of corrected, you know, Chunky says he doesn't like it for, if his wife <laughs> corrected him. If like her mom is like that, I would probably more likely to expect that from her, yeah. you know? And one thing, you, you, it's funny because after you, you've been dating your spouse for a long time and you actually spend time with this, with the parents as well, you will see this, like, there are some things that they, like the resemblance there is you will always see it. So, yeah. So for me, there was not anything I, I would say it was a red, like as a red flag, it was really against a no them as, as a, as a family and their, and observe their, just their um, interaction with each other and the relationship. I, and I loved how close they were. They were really close. They, there was a family relationship there. Like I was actually kind of jealous at one point because of how close. Yeah, dead ass. I loved the relationship between my, my, my wife and her sibling. They were so close. They like call each other every day. They were like always checking in on each other. And I was like, man, I love my siblings, but we don't like, we don't talk that much. Like, now on a daily basis to that level so I, for me it was really awesome I, I if anything I felt like I gained more insight to like how close they were instead of just kind of hearing about it but seeing actually seeing it so it was kind of cool okay all right what about you Chongi um I, I walked through, I didn't have any expectations I, I just keyed in on certain things I was like oh they like drinking cool this is a fun ass <laughs> family <laughs> um also, like, weirdly enough, I was just trying to figure out everyone's, like, professions. Like, oh, what does everyone do? Like, are they public servants? Do they work in the private sector? And that, to me, was a way to figure out um, how they interacted with me and with other people. So you look at people who work in the public sector, like teachers or police officers or anything like that. They're really giving of themselves because they go out and they do a duty to assist other people. Not to say people in the private sector are selfish, but you kind of understand that you take a lower paying job to do a bigger level of service to somebody else. Mm -hmm. So that was interesting to see like who did what. And I was like, okay, well, does she have an expectation of me to fall into one of these positions like what is she used to what is the conversation that she likes having outside of me but nonetheless like I didn't have any other worries besides that I was like all right let me just grab a beer just kick it and just talk about sports and people talk about basketball I'm like you lost me like I have no I have no idea what basketball is like this 2021 I'm still trying to draft Dennis Rodman (laughs) (laughs) there we go (laughs) that's that's it with that (laughs) like I can get that like you guys are very insightful I think it's so interesting to hear their side because their perspective is like what can I add to my girl's already you know bubble that she's established like Mm -hmm. how can how can I put this puzzle piece into her life and make it fit meanwhile like girls like we're the bubble we're the ones that are making the environment and people are trying to you know, find where they can fit in our lives. For me, um, when I met his family, I was mostly like keen in what they like to do. And not saying like I wanted to emulate that, but see if we can even vibe. Like, would this could this be a potential of a beautiful relationship? Or I'm just like, I only see you at Christmas. <laughs> every other every other year that's (laughs) real everything worked out great and um well i I, at least on my end i don't Mm -hmm. i don't know like and and the cool thing about like taryn would tell me if there were things that i could have tweaked or who said what 
Yeah, Taryn, put your business out there. I know it. <laughs> but it it was like it was essential, and um, he 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 checked me, and I made my my all, you know, my my tweaks, and um, yeah, I, I think it was a good thing. I didn't really have any expectations. I was just like I said, glad to be a part of the the whole spiel. I was honored. <laughs> I mean, I mean, for me, one uh, one uh, other thing that like I didn't mention since when I was going to like uh, more of a white, you know, family, right. and as a as a black man, I had to like and sh- like really figure out like, okay, do they really do they fuck with people like me? <laughs> they oh, fuck yeah. with that could be like you know, like, cool. you, know that, you know, like a bomb, like. <laughs> Like yeah. land. <laughs> yeah, I had to like, you know, uh, you know, I don't, I didn't like, obviously, so I mean, but something you have to think about, like, okay, did it really fuck with, with me or did it fuck with me and what fuck with my kind of people, you know, because you don't want to be like, oh, you the, you the like the okay black man, like you the acceptable black man, who feel comfortable around you, you know, you good, you get the pass, but so like, so that's something that you know, you you kind of back in your mind, you have to make sure, like, okay, make sure that you're really generally care about you and they do they are amazing people and and like in when the first year of of us dating we actually did a family trip to to mexico and that's when i really like i was like wow this is the closest i've ever been to a a girlfriend's family before so like from there on i knew okay this is real and and this is like way bigger than i was even thinking it was before so but i had to be but that was something i honestly was thinking you just had to keep the one as soon as you get invited to that family trip, that's that's the hook line and singer for real yeah. on both sides. Like if yeah. your family and invites like, oh, why don't you bring so and so? It's just like So all I was thinking, have y'all seen Home Alone? Yeah, yes. that's my You know how course. like they go on their family trip and all of them are in the kitchen and it's like like in my head, Francis, that's what I was thinking about. Like you <laughs> went to like a family vacation, there's a whole bunch of people just running around trying to get on the plane and all that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Home Alone 2 is actually one of my favorite movies of all time. A little fun. Yeah, it's, a great, it's a great movie. I love I love that entire series. All right, so I have a question. So not obviously it seems like you guys like your current partners. Your your spouse's family is like him. Well, you. No. Like- <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, slow down there. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um. Anyway, have you ever met like a partner's family and like you didn't like them, or has that ever happened? Like, like a part there? of their family, or just like the family in general? Like when you first met them. Um. Just in general, or or it could be okay. Let me let me think about how I want to say this. So okay, so let's say your family now, like extended family. Have you ever met like your partner, a part of your partner's family, and you didn't really care for them, and how do you handle that situation? Or have you ever had a person before you dated? I mean, like before this person that you're seeing or mm-hmm. married to, and you met their family, you're like, yeah, I don't like them. <laughs> like, has that ever happened? Mm. For the record, I've dated no one before my current spouse. Yeah, I'll take this one, Fran. Um, so yeah, I did have an issue and it was a really big issue and I don't have a subtle personality. So pretty much they thought I was an arrogant asshole. 
Mm-hmm. So I was like, cool. So for me, everybody gets one. Let's talk about it. Like, what makes you feel this way? What interaction happened that you interpret this this way? Because I'm really not a bad person. Mm-hmm. And it was like one night, I think I came over. It was like three in the morning. Like I got off of work. I'm going to go pick her up. And I just wasn't down to talk. I was like exhausted. I was like, I- I'm extremely tired. I'm not trying to be disrespectful, but I'm trying to get in and out. And they had a problem with me. I'm just like, cool. That's your fucking fault number one for not saying something to me and two i'm not going to fucking fix it if you're not willing to come and speak to me about it why should i bother you just have to deal with that no matter what you think of me as a person you never gave me the opportunity to express myself to you to clear the table so every time i went over there it was it was bad blood like bad blood and more and more people started to not like me when it came down to the male members i'm like yo either you want to fucking throw hands or else you get the fuck up out my face period (laughs) And it's just like, you don't understand what's like going a movie. on. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> like I, I take care of her. I do what I have to do. And you're assuming from a man to another man, you're not willing to approach me and talk to me? Nah, nah, fuck you. And then I got into a situation where I almost did throw hands. Like, dude right. was coming out of the side of his mouth. He was like, you know how to fucking treat her, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, cool. So why don't you bring your ass over here and get fucked up? Oh, you got to be like, I was like, no, shut the fuck up be a real man and don't yell at me from across the fucking street (laughs) come see me and i guarantee you i'll be the last thing you see before god oh boy i was was just like i was really upset because i was like listen i'm taking the time to speak to you and you're not giving me that ability just to be a, a rational human being so if you think i'm not about that life you're going to be the sacrifice to show the rest of this family that I'm willing to kill for my spouse. Think again. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, that sucks. I mean, so how did so did you guys kind of just ended they, it after that? Or how, how no, so end? like people realized who I was. It was someone else that sat down. It was actually one of the older members of the family who sat down and talked to me. That um, they saw what I was doing for my grandmother. Like I was really taking care of her. Like I was driving hours and miles to just do simple stuff, like fix the door or fix the washing machine. <clears throat> and I would pick my spouse up, bring her over because my grandmother loved her. And she went back and she told her grandfather and her grandfather was just like, he's not a bad dude. So anyone else who has a problem with him, you're dead wrong. And I was like, cool. That that brought me my, my end. I kind of didn't mess with anybody else. Someone had a problem with me. I kind of just ignored it. I was like, there's no point of engaging with you because the person that matters the most in the family sees me for who I am. So if you decide not to fall in line, I'm just going to pretend like you just don't exist to me. So once again, I am going to walk through you. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to get run over. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, that's crazy. I haven't haven't had like anything to that level with Chunky, of of Chunky's. But one of my ex that I dated, it was unfortunate because her brother, I think he had a problem with me. He never really, you know, confronted me in a way where like we were about to like start yelling or throw hands or anything, but I knew he did not really, really like me. And he, I think he, he and he, I, I felt that he didn't think I was good enough for his sister. Mm-hmm. And, and the reason for that was because before I knew he was the girl, because when I, I was, uh, I was one of those guys in college, you know, I was friends with the, I was, you know, the African group, the Hispanic group, the African group, the black, and like that. So I was kind of like blended in with like pretty much the, all of the group in college. So I met this guy, he was visiting, because I was with my African African group at the time. 
So I think he has he has this perception of who he thought I was, like maybe he thought I was a player or just wasn't really focused to, to you know, I don't know what he thought I was doing with his sister, but and he just always looked for ways to like deter our relationship and not didn't get the support I felt like I needed, you know. Uh, I, I didn't feel like I could go go and talk to him about any issues that we were having because there was a time, you know, my 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 ex and I we were trying to figure it out because she's she's in fashion and she mm-hmm. wanted to move to New York and we were trying to decide okay like should we stick together and it, it became like a huge deal between our relationship and almost broke us up but I think it did eventually did end us we ended up broken up because of all the issue that he did end up creating going through that phase so like I just felt like I couldn't talk to him about like what was going on I didn't get his support and and it was just tough to to deal with so it did end up you know ended our relationship which was unfortunate because I actually really was willing to drop everything in in Minnesota and move out to New York with her but you were out in the Midwest I'm in Minnesota yeah that's what I'm saying like the culture of what I was talking about is Midwest very you know it's like 85 percent white people in the midwest <laughs> <laughs> you're on the east coast with us no that's why i'm saying i'm in the west i'm in the in the mid in the midwest wow culture shock for me yeah so that's why like with the first name and stuff it's very permanent here that's 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 what is suspected versus person last and calling trip by the because they feel people feel older when you call them by Mr. and Mrs. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. So that's why they feel like you aging them when you do that. I see. Yeah. I see. So, um, but anyways, but yeah. So that is my experience with that. And it was just something I couldn't really do anything about it. And I just, if I, I knew if I had the support and we were able to kind of thought through stuff, me and his sister probably would have worked out a lot. We would have went further than I think than we did, I think. So it just, it is what it is, you know. It wasn't meant to be. <laughs> I don't think I've met any of my. Okay, I did meet some of my ex's, uh, um, family members, but it was more like a high and by thing. Like it wasn't mm-hmm. serious. And then, um, for it, with the current relationship, there have been people that probably I wasn't their cup of tea, mm-hmm. but you know. Me and Taryn are solid as a rock. And <laughs> um, Taryn's, most of Taryn's family is more accepting of you than his friends were, actually. I think it's more. <laughs> well, um, so there were probably two people, no, three people that were, I guess, more, no, two people, two of the three people were more significant. But Terrence, the type of person that's like, you know, my my opinion is what matters most. And he he's kind of like you. He makes things right in his mind first before he goes and lets anybody else have an opinion or mm-hmm. let, let it sway him in any way. Mm-hmm. And um, in my family, there was like one person that was just like, eh, but it wasn't enough to, you know, make a big dent or anything and then they ended up liking him anyway i feel like that's just like the story of our relationship they might not like us now but 
wait a minute. <laughs> we'll grow on you. So I have another question, another question. So my question is, is there anything that you met, like when you met your partner's family and to this day that you're just like, that is just a weird tradition or a weird thing that they do that I just, I still don't rock with. Mm. <laughs> or something that's strange or just something that's like, yo, like it just was a shock to you or anything like that. So I'll start with you, Chunky. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> honestly, um, nothing. There's like, I, I have a weird bunch of people in my family, so they seem a lot more normal <laughs> than, <laughs> than we are. <laughs> so, but it, they have a fantastic relationship, um, amongst themselves. So, like, they go see each other on certain um holidays or they'll just have like a random get together like hey come over to our house like we're throwing a pool party in the middle of july like there's no given reason so this is all dope and positive stuff okay My family, we're just crazy okay. <laughs> nothing nothing was weird nothing like not even a tradition that you're just like wow that's odd <laughs> like <laughs> once again it's <laughs> the most normal out of the two of us <laughs> <laughs> that's funny <laughs> you know what i mean nothing really sticks out to me either like if if i if i would say something though like so her parents love like they just love to be in the water like they love to be in the on go on their on their boats mm -hmm. like literally like every day and i think it's weird as shit it's like they don't do anything but saying like spend time in the on their boat it's like yo this is like I call it like um, doing their white people shit. Like I laugh at my wife. Like yeah, you yeah, there you go doing your white people shit. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> what? Let's backtrack. So, speaking of like Midwest Great Lakes stuff, yeah. Think about Detroit. There are a lot of black people who own boats out there who get on their boats during the summer and hang right. out. Right. So you're telling me there's black people out there doing some white people no, shit. No, no, no. I'm not I'm not saying going on a boat is white people shit. I'm just saying for them, as at the rate that they go, you know, they just spend too much time. I feel like they spend too much time. You ever you ever boats. been on the water? You know, get that. I can't, you know, I can't, I can't swim. So fresh water. That okay. Now we got to the bottom of it. That's why. Thank you. <laughs> just stay hold just up. Like, <laughs> up. I, mean, even to, I feel like I'm right there with you, Francis. Like you making it seem like they on the boat, and it's like the boat is their house, and their house is like <laughs> where they. So it's like it's like they gotta go on it every once a day. It's like yo, like can we do something else? Oh, I was on the boat. I didn't get your call. I was in the middle of the ocean. <laughs> I'll be. I'll just say, Francis, learn how to swim. Maybe you enjoy it better. You know what, Deadass? I did took a, I took a month of uh, swimming course. Nice. I still, I don't know. still can't. I still can't swim. I'm telling you, bro. <laughs> breaststroke. If you learn how to breaststroke, you're good. Too. No, I know. So there's the thing, though. So when I tell when I say this, people laugh at me because it doesn't. I know it doesn't make sense. So I know the technique to swim. I can swim from one end of the pool to the next but i cannot tread water or float for shit so if you drop me in the water i'm sinking how did you take a swim class and not learn how to tread water first no no no, no. that's not how they do it bro it's what that's no. okay mind-boggling know how to swim and i've taken lifeguard classes like i'm a good swimmer i'm a strong swimmer but i cannot float i can tread water just because but i 
I don't tread water because I know how to flow. Like I'm constantly, I, if I stop moving, it's yeah. like I'm just. Yes. But that's what happens. So, so here's a key tip, right? So you Tell think about chance. like you, <laughs> your lungs are full of air. So if you take a deep breath, you'll be more buoyant than you would breathing out. So the whole premise of like pretty much treading water is this is constant movement and you'll figure out your level of constant movement whether it's like spinning your legs the way egg beaters do or just putting your arms like back and forth or just doing a bicycle kick and leaning onto your back whatever is more comfortable for you so there are yeah. different techniques of treading water but to me it's easier said and done bro. Any, it's, <laughs> trust me trust me like i struggle learning how to swim life-changing life-saving right here because <laughs> first of all we just found out this man live in damn minnesota don't you know <laughs> hey i call, call, it, call it, it minnesota Minnesota, because <laughs> it's no, it's <laughs> it'd be snowing out there. Oh, geez. Yeah, not yet. So, oh, okay. yeah, I don't want none of that yet. But oh, it's going to happen. It gets, yeah, it gets crazy. Well, we get. But, you need to take. Yeah. You need to learn how to tread some water. That should be the next episode. We're gonna have the episode at the pool and. <laughs> I'm in it just to just sit there and just point and laugh at Francis and then jump in. <laughs> <laughs> Kick your legs, bro. Kick your legs, bro. Save me. If you learn how to swim, me. you will be on that boat every day. I'm no. telling you. <laughs> no. Okay, fine. Like I said, I have to like, that's one thing for me, but like outside, beside from that, they, they do everything else everybody do. You know, they know more. So. But we completely neglect it. Just take a life jacket. <laughs> of course I, that's what i do when i go on the boat bro that's you it just clip, catch me without one. clip it on if you fall overboard you're fine you still float automatically so, <laughs> trust me my mama will be mad if she knows i don't so <laughs> that's a number one rule what about me yeah. the one thing that caught my eye was like so taryn's family is way more like chill than mine mm -hmm. the fact that Taryn can go and like curse in the house and not like be threatened that their life is going to be ending I was like Ugh. <laughs> I was like what he's like yeah mom I was like fuck that dick. I was like <laughs> oh damn <laughs> <laughs> and, and then like <laughs> and then I was able to start cursing it's just like yeah that bitch over there he's like yeah girl I was like Bitch, bitch, bitch. <laughs> but I, I i can't i i tried it with my mom i was just like well we're all adults here <laughs> shit what'd you say nothing <laughs> <laughs> i didn't say not a darn thing mom <laughs> uh, <that's funny. laughs> so, yeah it was it was the cursing in the house i was just like oh wow that's interesting take notes <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> this is the last. I, I was I was just thinking of something else that I just remember. I think like in their family it was more okay to like I think you you know you could talk back a little bit to the to your parents when like I didn't grow up with I can't even like respond back to my mom because that backhand was coming. Yeah, you know, you know it's like you you observe that a little bit where because it's more like acceptable. You know, it's not. I mean, you don't not supposed to do it, but. It's a little bit more. It seems more acceptable, at least, you know, in in that in that environment. So, so that's one thing I guess to that I just remember. 
Right, right, right. So here's here's my next question. So what is the one thing that you feel like your spouse's family loves about you? Absolutely loves about you. Like if they if they're like if they were to describe you, <laughs> be like <laughs> Francis, this is my favorite thing about you. What would you say it would it, it is? Uh, I think it's top. I, I feel like it's two things. I know you said one thing, but I'll say two things. Oh, here we uh, go. <laughs> shut up, Chunky. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were gonna say something. <laughs> Inside joke. Anyways, um, I think they would say like very outgoing because I feel like I get along with pretty much a lot of the family members, and they all feel very comfortable talking to me. So very outgoing and one thing as well as hard working so so they 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 know that i'm i stay grinding and you know actually my wife was you know they they know i have so much things going on and i'm not able to make it to a lot of like the family events because i'm always for instance busy doing something so can't show up you can't come you can't be there so so they they associate that. Of getting out of stuff <laughs> no it's because i'm i'm like i'm doing something like productive so they know like francis always grinding always busy doing something so so those, those are the top two why are you coming for me right now i'm telling you my answer and you coming for me oh i'm at work boo <laughs> I'm hurt. I'm hurt. So that's the reason why you just stick to one and don't give two. <laughs> it's okay. I feel like it was it was too true though, because that's what I feel they they think. <laughs> what about you, Chunky? Uh, reliable. So oh. No matter what happens, what's going on, they'll know I get it done. Like, all right, cool. Like, we got to drive three and a half hours to knock this out. They're sitting here like, all right, who's gonna do this drive? Who's gonna take the wheel at this point? It's like, all right, I'm already in the car. Get the fuck in. We're rolling. Like. Show me where the destination is. I'll, I'll I'll make it happen, no matter what's going on. Like I I don't I'm not indecisive. Okay. So you need me to knock something out. Literally, like I will go do it, get it done, come back home. You need me to run an errand out to like Minnesota, then I'm hopping in the car. I'm driving to Minnesota and I'm coming back home. Come through, bro. Come through, bro. <laughs> so yeah, they they know that about me for sure and i think that's like another like thing about being a traditional male it's just that you have to be super reliable gotcha gotcha what about you mel i think that i think it's about how approachable i am like people can come to me and they be telling me they dirt and i'm just like you know what i get you like it's okay like i i i welcome people at open arms i mean unless you just like all the way foul i'm like you need to get the fuck like (laughs) (laughs) but like i'm i'm very accepting that's probably like i'm and i'm i think i'm pretty easy to talk to i think that's what they probably would say okay so we're gonna end this episode with this so what are your top three takeaways if you're meeting your partner's family for the first time we're gonna start with the Let's start with Francis this time. Go ahead, Francis. What are your top three takeaways if you're meeting? Uh, okay. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> hey, I would say have fun. Um, just uh, don't don't be too hard on yourself. Just uh, taking the experience as uh, as an opportunity to to get to know your your potentials. Um, partner or potential spouse or uh, significant other family as an opportunity to 
to learn more about her and her family. And lastly, I would say, let's see. Um, wow. Uh, man, I'm struggling with my last one. What's my last one? Somebody help me. <laughs> uh, be honest. Watch out for the yeah. book. Be, yeah, yeah. Be honest. Be honest. That's a good one. Be honest. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. What about you, Chunky? Oh man, I'm gonna take Francis number three. I'm gonna move it to number one for me. So be honest. Um, the next thing I would say is take it as a learning experience. So absorbing as much knowledge as you can when you're with that person's family. Um, there are little things that come out here and there. And if you catch on to it, you'll be able to put a big picture together about who the family is. Instead of taking that superficial stuff, like those ragtag arguments or those like sly comments. But when you hang around someone long enough, you tend to know them a little bit better. Um, and the last thing is be respectful. Mm. So yeah, rolling up in the house, calling them Mr. and Mrs. I'm not saying ma'am and stir. I think that really makes people feel like old. Um, but like address them the way that they request to be addressed and then once again like what i thought was funny for mel like cursing in someone else's house like yeah like kind of hold off a little bit and once you get to go ahead then it's just like <laughs> you're good to go so yeah those are my three that was good go mm -hmm. ahead mel what's your top three my top three is to um definitely exercise boundaries and i only say that because um that's something i had to learn sometimes I let out too much information and that can actually leave you in a, you know, kind of difficult spot depending on who's listening because you don't know who is your friend and who's not. And me, I, that's probably one of my biggest mistakes because I automatically assume that why wouldn't anybody would want to be my friend? And, uh, you know, you leave yourself open so make sure that you exercise boundaries, make sure that uh, you know your audience um, and honesty is a big thing. Like, cause you, you don't wanna like put yourself out there looking some way and then living false by false pretenses. And it's just like, well, I thought, and it's like, well, you did think. <laughs> 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 Uh, I don't even know if I, I haven't met anybody yet. So, but I guess in my head, I would think my top three takeaways. Well, I don't even know. I just have it like, like you said, be honest. I'm I'm gonna be real 100% no matter what. So that's just me. You might like it. You might not. I don't care. <laughs> um, the other thing I'm gonna say is, you know, I really do pay attention to how people. I'm very close to my family, so. Um, I think we had mentioned Chunky. I mentioned earlier, like just seeing how people interact and. Um, yeah. And even with Francis saying like, you know, how a parent acts, you can see it, how it might translate into a spouse. I'm, I wanna know how they are with their siblings. Are they close with their siblings? Cause I'm really close with mine. And um, that would be kind of odd if you're, they're not close with their siblings, that, that would be weird for me. Um, and actually it'd be easier if they were the only child because then I don't have to worry about that. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so that that's that's like pretty much all my takeaways you know just be respectful be yourself and be respectful oh oh one thing um also uh you know give a fair be fair i think it's important to be fair mm. um, because 
I also didn't realize that, like when you mentioned the siblings, Mm -hmm. especially if you have younger siblings, be respectful of their time. Like don't try to um, push yourself completely into the family. Like let it go gracefully, let it go on its own time because sometimes the siblings will, you know, might take offense of how immersive you're trying to be. Oh, or yeah, yeah, yeah. not even like just to say like maybe the family might take offense of how immersive you try to be that fast that fast or mm. or that slow like just just try to make it as natural and as natural as a transition as possible i got you i got you so we're gonna end this episode now just so you know you can always well first i'm gonna let um chunky go and let you know where we can find you guys again oh mm-hmm. uh, yeah so yes you can follow <laughs> us on all streaming platforms at uh, Jerk Joel Off Color Pod for all the episodes, especially, especially episode 17, which yes, we had the lovely ladies that we're talking to right now on yes, that sir. episode. So mm-hmm. uh, if you don't like us by now, I think you should listen to that one and then you'll eventually like us and you'll see more <laughs> of our stuff. So that's how that works. We're on it. <laughs> <laughs> so start from there. <laughs> um but yeah you can check us out on instagram once again same place uh jerk joel off color pod um that's j-e-r-k-j-o-l-l-o-f-c-o-l-l-a-r-d-p-o-d yes sir great job spelling it out because i'll be like q-r-s she has trouble spelling i do but she's great at reading i am great at reading just so you guys know you can always check us out at allegedlycredible.com you can check us out on all streaming platforms all social media platforms even though we're distant with our posted you still catch us there (laughs) (laughs) you can also follow if you want to follow me personally like my art page it's at creative lady faye you can also follow me on my fitness page which is the what is it lady faye 212 (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's right that's right and what about (laughs) <laughs> follow me on instagram under the t-h-e-e underscore main m-a-n-e because of hair um underscore chick um you can follow me on facebook under uh the allegedly credible podcast um and yeah oh you can follow me on tiktok too i'm trying i'm trying mm. you've been dancing and great dancing so what you been doing <laughs> what are you doing? What are you doing? Don't let me let me catch you dancing on the I, on the web. I will. <laughs> I, if you guys, I'll I'll just put it out there now. If the fans want to see me attempt these TikTok dances and to make myself look like I was born in 1990, I will do it if it costs us followers. If it costs us followers, I mean, if it means if you gain followers, I already got you. Do it, do it. I will do it for the talk and the tick and the and and I will do it. Yeah, I'm all for this. Yeah, I am too. As long as you drive fast and shoot guns, I'm with it. (laughs) Anyway, guys, we have next week's not going to be a new episode because it's Thanksgiving. So please enjoy your holiday. And you know, if you're meeting somebody's family for the first time, please make sure you listen to this episode. And brush your teeth. Brush your teeth. (laughs) Or just keep, just keep mouthwash in your pocket. Yeah. Yeah, Nobody wants to. Instead of hot sauce in your bag, keep mouthwash in your bag. (laughs) Swag. (laughs) (laughs) Episode on Thanksgiving. We were going to have an episode. We're going to do a live 
that Saturday instead. So Mel forgets everything. We're going to be doing a live that Saturday instead. So we will see you guys then. Enjoy the rest of your holiday in the month of November. We'll see you in December. Peace out. Peace. Thanks, for, thanks for having us again. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, we appreciate it.